When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. G'day and welcome to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast and welcome to the top 25 most interesting series. Today we're going to be breaking down what I believe are the most interesting fantasy basketball players leading up to the start of the fantasy basketball season and we're kicking it off at number 25 with Mark Williams. Let's go! G'day and welcome again to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Casey, and you can find me on Twitter at Ball Boys Fantasy. And we are kicking off today the brand new series, or I shouldn't say brand new series. I'm, I'm taking inspiration by uh, uh, another podcast, an AFL fantasy podcast of uh, the coaches panel who have given me permission to do something similar um, in the fantasy basketball space, talking about uh, a bit of a countdown of sorts. It's, it's just a bit of a fun and good way to get ourselves excited for the fantasy basketball season, which is very closely upon us. Um, so we're going to be counting down the top 25 most interesting players in uh, what I consider to be the guys that at least just have a broad range of outcomes for various different reasons. Some of these guys are going to be young players. Some of these players have uh, new teams. Some of them have difficult translations in terms of what they could be doing on on the uh, basketball court. There's just a few question marks with a lot of these players, and we're going to be counting down and leading up to the start of the NBA season. So we're going to be doing a podcast every day between now and um, draft, the last weekend of the draft, drafting calendar for fantasy basketball hoops, and going through the top 25 most interesting players. So to kick it off today, we're starting with a player who is generating a little bit of hype. He was going undrafted and very lowly ranked to start the season or to start when fantasy basketball sites started opening up, but he's gathering steam um, at the moment and has been moving up every single ranking adjustments on Yahoo. And that is Mark Williams. So let's go over and look at Mark Williams and what he has to offer. So we're going to be doing a bit of a deep dive into what these players are doing, what they, where they're being drafted, where I believe they should be drafted, and also a bit of a backstory as to why 
my thoughts are what they are, and um, a bit of the pitfalls, maybe the the upside, the downside, and everything in between. So let's talk Mark Williams. He's nearly 22 years old. He is the projected starting center for the Charlotte Hornets. He's got an ADP on Yahoo at 123, on Fandrax at about 91, and on ESPN at 138, and that's at... As of the 28th of September, um, that could obviously change in the future as his rankings have come up a fair way. So especially that Yahoo one, I think, would, would be going up pretty quickly. But he is someone that I believe now on Yahoo is ranked in the 80s, I want to say. So you, you probably can't expect to get him at this point in the draft anymore. But he is someone that you can get later in drafts, more towards pick 100. Um, but like we said, that is coming in quickly. Now, he played 43 games last season. In total for the entire season, he played 19.3 minutes per game, and that gave him a 158th rank on nine category settings. For minus one, it was 144th, and that was when you were taking out his assists value, and his Yahoo points rank was 170th. So really back-end stuff for the entire season. But that doesn't really paint the picture of what Mark Williams is expected to do this season because he played 19.3 minutes last year. Now, the expectation is this year he's going to step into the starting lineup. He was a big shot blocker in college, and we know that shot blocking is something that can propel you up rankings a lot. He is someone that has a high field goal percentage. He also has a good rebounding rate as well. And again, he's a rookie, so he's going to his second NBA season this year. So you expect another jump forward in their development. Uh, despite him being a slightly older rookie, so he's 20, 21, nearly 22 years old. Um, so he was a older drafted player. But let's have a look on what his season actually looks like and what was the difference between when he was starting the year and then the... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. second half of the season because it was sort of a tale of two halves, I guess, for Mark Williams. Now, at the start of the year, he didn't really see consistent minutes, barely played, actually, all the way until December 26th. And after Christmas, he started to get some role in the rotation, still not as a starter. He was coming off the bench for the first um, several games. So he played a bench role until about the 8th of February until when they did send away and trade uh, Plumley, who was in his way. So during that time, he averaged 15.3 minutes um, and he put up seven and a half rebounds, five and, oh, sorry, seven and a half points, five and a half rebounds, an abysmal 0.3 assist, 0.8 steals, and 1.1 blocks on 65% field goal, 72% from the free throw line, which was good for a 136th ranked player at the time. So if you're putting up 
136th ranked player in a nine-category setting in just 15 minutes. If you're going to be getting a starting role in the NBA, that's definitely going to make people very excited because you just look at that and you go, oh, 15 minutes, double that. He's going to be doing twice as much as that and he's going to be twice as valuable. But this is where I think the um, hesitancy in, in what I project to happen comes across because when we look at the bottom part, for those people watching over on YouTube, the bottom part, their stats there, is when he did start to become the starter for the Charlotte Hornets, which he did for, uh, what's the sample size in this one? He did this for 18 games after the trade of uh, Mason Plumley. He moved into the starting uh, lineup and he started 94% of the remaining games. So not every game he was a starter, but for the vast majority, he was a starter. And in that time, he averaged 26.6 minutes, so nearly 27 minutes. And he averaged 11.7 points, 9.7 rebounds, Still on a terrible assist rate, 0.7. 0.6 steals actually went down in more minutes. 1.1 blocks, the exact same in the 15 minutes he played off the bench. His block rate didn't improve at all. Um, 62.9% field goal and 64.6% free throws, which was good for 103rd in non-category leagues at that time. So he improved, but he went up over 10 minutes per game and got... 33 spots better in rankings. Now, a large part of that was the fact that his block rate and his steal rate was the exact same. In fact, he got worse in his steals per game and his blocks were the exact same, even though he played 11 more minutes. So this is the thing that makes me hesitant for a Mark Williams is we see, we've seen the permanent upside as a bench roll, but in the time and the data that we have, when he actually got the opportunity to be a starter... And he put up 27 minutes a night. I don't know if he's going to be playing many more minutes than that this season. Maybe he plays 30. um, And maybe that 1.1 becomes 1.2. Maybe 1.3 at best, I want to say. But we've seen that when he gets more minutes, more opportunity, that doesn't translate to just an immediate spike in blocks, at least from the sample size that we have at the moment. Because um, And we often see that with the more minutes you play, the more you need to be conscious of staying out of foul trouble so you, you maybe don't contest quite as many shots because if you're in a limited minute role, you can go out there and just go go crazy and just try and swat every shot out of the gym. But if you're expected to play 28, 30, 32 minutes a night, you've got to look after your foul trouble um, a little bit more so. And especially young bigs that get that time, we often see that the per-minute block rate decreases as the playing time increases. And that was very, very much summarized here for a uh, Mark Williams, so much so that he had the exact same blocks per game at the end of the day. Now, it's hard to know which is more real. Is he more the 1.1 blocks per 15 minutes or is he more the 1.1 blocks per 26? I think you would have to expect it to be a little bit more of the first. He was a great shot blocker in, in college, so... I do tend to think that he's more of a 1.2, 1.3 in that time, but you can't lock it in. Like You, you can't guarantee that he's going to do that. It's not like a Walker Kessler situation where he, he just walked in and when he got more minutes, he got more blocks. It's it's a different kind of scenario. Um, now, what you do like to see is that the rebounds obviously came up. He maintained a good field goal percentage. The free throws dipped a little, but it's, you know, it, it is what it is. It's a smaller sample size. Um, the, the points and usage kind of remain somewhat similar. So the other stuff kind of scaled up relatively what you would expect, but the blocks and steals did not. So definitely one to keep in mind because 
I know a lot of people might be drafting him thinking that, you know, in the limited time that you have, if we went back to the the um the just the season numbers and you look at his blocks, he's probably averaging a similar one point one blocks and you think, Oh, this guy's gonna play an extra ten minutes per game, he's gonna block one point six, one point seven blocks. I don't think that we should be projecting that level of blocks for a player like Mark Williams because when we've seen him in a bigger role, that didn't happen and it didn't come across. So when he did that 103rd in the 26.6 minutes, you know, he's already going now ranked in the 80s. He's going ahead of this. Now, I do think he could be better than this, but that's not to say that that's guaranteed. There is definitely some downside, even if he's playing 28 minutes a night, which, um, you know, you would kind of hope that that's like a lock for him to be top 80. I think even in that scenario, he doesn't um, guarantee you the upside there as well. The other thing that I want to touch on with Mark Williams is just that, the front court situation for the Charlotte Hornets is maybe not as cut and dry as we think. So if we go over and look at their power forwards and center eligible players now, bear with me here. So they've got Miles Bridges coming back. They've also just drafted Brandon Miller. Now they play power forward. That's fine. PJ Washington is still there. He re-signed. So the reason I'm talking about these guys here is that you're bringing in two power forwards that weren't playing for your team last year. Now you've re-signed PJ Washington on a decent contract. Does that mean that we move PJ Washington, who played pretty much exclusively as a power forward last season, does he now play more minutes at the center and therefore cutting into a Mark Williams minutes that who still only managed to play 26.6 minutes in a starting role last year? Now, he was sort of splitting a little bit of time with Nick Richards there, but he's still on the roster. You would hope that that ratio goes more in Mark Williams' favor, favor, but does that then get offset by the fact that maybe P.J. Washington plays more at center? You've also then got a player like J.T. Thor there who can play power forward or center. Um, he's a player that they invested a decently high pick in as well. Pretty similar pick to what they got Mark Williams at. And he did show some things down the stretch of last season. He's a bit more of a, a different center slash power forward than a Mark Williams. He has a bit more of an ability to shoot and space the floor. So... I guess it just depends on what they're looking for at any given one time. I don't necessarily look at Mark Williams and I think that, wow, this is a this is a guy that we need to force into big playing time. Look, he's a solid center. He's a good rim runner. He's a decent defender. He can shot block. That's all great. But he's nothing special in my opinion. And I just think that it's, it's far from a foregone conclusion that he is just locked in for 30 plus minutes per night. I don't necessarily view him that way. There are plenty of starting centers in the NBA that play 26, 27, 28 minutes, um, which I think Mark Williams is more than likely in that kind of a scenario. Uh, I've put uh, Nick Richards up there for the center depth. Kai Jones I've put in there, although with a few things coming out with Kai Jones, I don't know if we have to worry about him much anymore, but if you've got Mark Williams, Nick Richards, JT Thor, maybe PJ Washington all vying for some minutes at center to a varying degree, it's, it is it is kind of still a lot for us to then expect Mark Williams 30 plus minutes and those other guys are just going to make up the other 18 minutes. Maybe we're jumping the gun a little bit here and we're talking about him playing more minutes than potentially what we what is the reality um, and again, drafting him too high as associated with that. So I believe if he's projected for like 27, 28 minutes a night, he's probably more of that guy around like the 80 to 90, 80 to 100 range, range player. If he's playing more than 30 minutes, 30 minutes or more, then he can probably be the player that 
you know, break the top 70, top 75. Um, and that's where, even though he is getting drafted in the mid to high 80s, you're still getting a decent amount of upside and value at that point. But it really does come down to the fact, how many minutes do you expect Mark Williams to play? How much of a threat is players like Nick Richards, players like PJ Washington? Is he going to play more minutes at center? Um, is JT Thor completely out of the rotation? Or is he going to come in for... I don't know, like 10, 12 minutes a game here and there uh, and do a little bit at power forward and center. I mean, he's a young player. They could definitely look to do that. Um, so these are all questions that I have for myself and it, and it does make it more difficult, I think, to project uh, a player like Mark Williams than maybe you might otherwise expect. So my thoughts at this stage are that he's still someone that I'm looking to target late in drafts, and I still think he's going to give you great rebounds, field goal percentage, and decent enough blocks with upside for those blocks to be better. But I don't think he's a slam dunk lock guaranteed going to put up 30 minutes a night. So I am hesitant for his position and draft to push higher than it is at the moment. Right now, I think it's okay. But I do think that there is a risk that when we get close to the season that it is going to start to get higher. With all that being said, and again, this is why he's an interesting player, he does still have the opportunity to beat that. And and if he's a top 50 player by the end of this season, it would not shock me, it would not surprise me, but by no means am I projecting him to get there right now. So that's what I think about uh, Mark Williams. I'm just trying to keep these videos and podcasts a little bit more short and sweet, 15 to 20 minutes to get my thoughts out there. Some guys might require more conversation, but let you let me know, guys, what are your thoughts about Mark Williams down in the comments section below? Are you worried about any PJ Washington center minutes? Does Nick Richards come in there again, or is that experiment over? And uh, do we see any JT Thor at the five um, on regular rotation minutes at this point during the season? So let me know down in the comments section below, guys. We'll be going to go through 25 of these podcasts in 25 days. So stay tuned for who's coming up tomorrow in the next uh, at number 24, and I will catch you guys later. Bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.